Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host today. Thank you so much for checking it out. I really, really do appreciate it. If this is your first time here and you're not sure what Strength of Body and Mind is all about, you're not sure what I'm all about, I recommend you go back and listen to episode zero, episode one, some of the early stuff, but a short synopsis of what we do here is that the Strength of Body and Mind model, the Strength of Body and Mind business, Sobam Gear Company, all of it, that was built upon one core belief that I stand for. It's one thing that I'm super passionate about, which is that the mind-body connection is way stronger than anybody truly understands, okay? I really do believe this. There are people that study this, there are people that pretend to study it, there are people that talk about it, but it is so misunderstood and Honestly, it's widely understudied, right? Uh, to a point where I think we really know very, very little about it. But through some experience, I can tell you, and you probably have experienced something as well, that there are definitely some inexplicable things going on <laughs> with the mind body connection on what we're truly capable of doing and some of the stuff that we have been able, to, been able to experience in our lives that are only really kind of explainable by that connection. Uh, and especially as it uh, you know relates to fitness, which is what we're all about here, the mind body connection is extremely important. All right, I think mindset drives all of it. And I think we all have the ability to create the mindset that will allow us to have all the confidence, all the self-belief, all the self-image strength that we need to actually achieve our fitness goals, whether that's strength, flexibility, speed, um, muscle building, aesthetics, modeling, physique, any of it, all of it, it doesn't matter. I think it all comes down to the mindset and uh, that mindset is fostered through a whole bunch of different ways, and one of those ways, I think, is through a cycle that I talk about sometimes, it's like kind of a mind-body cycle, which is all um, predicated on performing physical activity to build the confidence, to build the mindset, to build the drive, and then honestly, what comes out of that is the discipline to keep repeating it. And as you repeat it, all of those things that I just mentioned keep strengthening and building over and over and over again, layer after layer after layer, until you become unfucking stoppable. But anyway, this episode, guys, this is all about getting out of your own head, okay? And I can't stress the importance of this enough. This is something that seems to come up with everybody I talk to who has ever tried anything in fitness is getting out of their own head. Um, now this will also, you'll, you'll very quickly identify other parts of your life to this and it'll relate to so many other things that are going on in your business or in like relationship building or in your, your personal relationship with your significant other or something or, or your work or whatever it is everywhere, but it's so, uh, prevalent in your fitness and nutrition and building that whole 
part of your health-based lifestyle. Um, and it's, it just comes down to people getting stuck in their own head, okay? And what I mean by that is when we set out to do something, when we set out to achieve something, anything, uh, we have the end game in mind, always. That's where we just start naturally as humans. We have a goal, right? And you start with that goal and then you, if unless you really take time to analyze it, and I think people should, but most people don't, uh, to get to that goal, you naturally make some decisions based on what you think it's going to take to get there. And then you create in your head, this all happens in seconds, by the way, but you create this sort of like action plan or action map to get there. It's just the way it is. Um, and you know, you start following those actions, whatever they are to get to that thing. And over time, you know, if it's a long-term goal over time, everybody at some point becomes, uh, they, they, they fall off the the course, right? They they become derailed at some point, or they they steer off course. They get diverted, uh, or something, and you know they don't make it to their goal without a couple of hiccups. Maybe that's uh, something that causes them to get there later, right? They get they reach that goal later, or maybe they never reach it at all. And the problem is not the person's ability. Typically, it's not their work ethic. It's not their capabilities. It's not their strategy even, right? It's not even their action mapping most of the time. It's nothing like that. It's Their planning is all fine usually. But it all comes down to keeping things simple and being able to course correct. And you can only course correct if you keep things simple. So what do I mean by this? I mean, well, well first and foremost, uh, no matter what you're doing, and I learned this early on in my electrical engineering career, uh, no matter what you're doing, no matter how complex your the the thing you're doing is, all right, the most complex shit in the world can be chunked down into really really simple steps. Now, some people understand this, some people think they understand this, but actually don't. And then there's people who just straight up have never heard that before, never thought about it like that before. So I imagine that I probably have a mix of people on this podcast. Uh, across those three categories. And again, the most complex stuff you could possibly do in the world can always, 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 100% of the time be broken down into simple steps. Always. Every time. Uh, Now, those who are able to break things down into simplistic building blocks, right? And so the basic steps that are needed to architect and construct those huge things, uh, those are the people that typically end up actually achieving the thing. Um, you know, so they're, they're able to see with a, a much broader vision and a much deeper vision at the same time. So big picture, little picture, uh, what it takes to actually get from A to B. Okay. So now in fitness, people who are at their all time low have the hardest time seeing this. Okay. And this, you're, if you are that person, or if you are someone who is extremely far away from your goal, all right, you need to lose 120 pounds. You need to put on 40 pounds of muscle, something that's really, really hard and takes a long time. Uh, I'm really talking to you because I was that person. Okay. And I got derailed over and over and over and over again, year after year after year, okay? And no one ever really took the time to explain to me just what it takes to get there, right? I mean, obviously, obviously, 
you already know if you're trying to lose 100 pounds that you need to exercise and diet. No shit. Everybody knows that. If you're trying to put on muscle, you need to eat really, really well and you need to lift a lot of weights. No shit. This is obvious, okay? That's like saying to build a house, I need to put pieces of wood together and nail them together. Okay, <laughs> obviously, right? It's the little shit that in, it's in between that is some, sometimes it's, it's, almost, it's almost too granular, right? It's too difficult to see. And the people who have those massive goals are the ones who can't see that clearly. And they have the hardest time putting it together. But even if they do put it together, that action map, that plan, that course to get from A to B, they are unable to stay on it consistently. And when they do derail, they can't get back on. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about, right? That's called getting out of your own head because it all comes down to building up this intense, almost anxiety of, of, uh, being paralyzed, you know, this anxiety around being like paralyzed over, over, (laughs) over, over analyzing it, you know, become paralyzed around over analyzing the whole thing. It does happen. And then that can lead to anxiety. It happens, all the time. And that's how people become completely off the rails and never get back on. Um, so things start off looking okay. And then as you get, uh, as you become derailed or as you become off course, the, the goal just looks bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Because now you're off course and you know, it was in front of you. It was just really far in the distance. Well, now it's off to your left and way off in the distance. So it just looks farther away and harder to get back to, but it's not guys. Okay. It's not. And we're going to talk about some of the things that I think, are are actually practical at making sure you're taking forward steps every single day to get to those goals, okay? So I want to paint a picture real quick. Um, it's very similar to what I just talked about, but I need to say it clearly. I need to say it again. I need to make sure everybody understands, okay? Um, when people start in fitness with a goal, and it's a big goal, it's a lofty goal, a lot of times they become extremely fired up. They go from zero to a hundred on the energy level on day one or day zero before day one, right? Before they actually go to the gym, like they are fucking pumped to go do this stuff. And that's great. Okay. They start the new goal. They start working out. They start eating exactly what they should eat. Uh, they make the micro little adjustments over the course of the first couple of days, the first week. And that's, fine, right? Everything's going great. And then, you know, when it, when it ultimately, they have a slip up, right? Ultimately, they, they drift off course. When that happens, they become deflated, right? It's guaranteed to happen, basically. And then when they become deflated, and they start moving a little slower, this is what happens. And this is true for people losing weight, gaining weight, whatever, a sport doesn't matter. Uh, when they get deflated because they're off course, right? Um, you know, maybe they spiked up in weight or something, then that compounds, right? Uh, and, and again, like I mentioned, the goal looking farther away all of a sudden when you become derailed, this is what happens, right? That, that, that whole feeling of being deflated compounds because now you're off course, you know you're off course, and the goal looks farther away than it did when you started, and now you just feel like shit. Like you feel way worse because now you feel like you have to create a plan just to get back to your plan, just to get, you know, just to get back on course. So now you're like, well, now I need to do all this stuff. 
I need to make these adjustments just to get back to where I was. And I was already working my ass off to get to my original goal. So you have like two goals now stacked on top of each other. That's almost kind of what it feels like. And, you know, when that happens, people are unable, a lot of people are unable to create like a the step-by-step action map to get back there. Now, that action map may be like a two-day thing, you know? When I say action map, I don't want you to think that it's like months and months and months of work. It could be like three steps, you know, five steps just to get back to where you were. You know, let's say you have a cheat meal and it takes you off course and that cheat meal leads to two cheat meals, leads to three, leads to a week out of the gym, okay? You are off course, straight up, off course at that point. So you need to make some micro adjustments, right, to get back on course. You, I mean, you screwed up, you got to get back on course. But that's what, you know, when people end up in that situation, they are unable to look at that because now they're putting a goal on top of a goal and it just becomes deflating, right? It's too much. So, you know, it's the people who are able to course correct that end up winning because everybody messes up, okay? So the people who win, and actually achieve their original goal are those who can step back and say, look, you know, I screwed up. I did it. You know, I messed up. Um, I got to look at the map again. I got to see what my goal was. How far off am I? What baby steps do I need to put in front? You know, what baby steps do I need to outline so that I can put one foot in front of the other and actually get back to my path that will leave me, lead me to my original goal? Okay, those are the people who end up winning. So again, we all screw up. We all become derailed. We all mess up. We, we, we get off course and uh, we lose our spot on the page. Okay. It happens all the time. But again, those who can get back on course are the ones who win. So I'm going to talk about what I do to make sure that I win. Okay. I'm extremely competitive, like extremely competitive. And um, this, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm doing less things like backyard sports type stuff where I can be competitive with groups of people. Um, you know, so, but now my main competitor is myself. I'm competing with myself and I think everybody should do this. And I think to an extent, everybody already does, but I think everybody should do this kind of to the extreme because that's the way you're going to actually achieve your goals, not by comparing and competing with other people. It's comparing and competing with yourself. So I compete with Gordon from yesterday and Gordon from last week and Gordon from last year, always. And I am fucking beating that guy. Every single day I'm beating Gordon from yesterday. That's just the way it is. Now I start off the day maybe losing, you know, halftime I may be losing by lunch, but I beat Gordon from yesterday every day. And this is what I do to beat Gordon every day. Okay. Now, first and foremost, before I tell you exactly what I do, let me talk about why I do it and what it does. Uh, I have created a dream board. And if you are not familiar with what a dream board is, go Google it, check it out. Uh, but I'll tell you real quick what it is. Okay. It's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a board, physically a board. Uh, and it, this board can be a piece of paper or something, I guess. But I use a board. I have a whiteboard. And I put things on that whiteboard that I want to achieve. Okay. And I put, I put, uh, pictures, I write things out. I put numbers because there's dollar amounts on there. There's all kinds of stuff. And these are dreams that I'm going to achieve. Okay. And from that, I think everybody should have one, by the way, no matter whether you're into fitness or not, you should do it. Um, and on that dream board, uh, all of all those things, I, I, they're not really prioritized by design, 
you know, but they, they but they kind of ended up that way. In other words, there's extremely long-term goals on there, like 20-year goals, 30-year goals. And then there's shorter-term goals, like six-month type stuff, okay? So I have them sort of set up like that. And then uh, that's like a big picture thing that I do. And that's how it all starts. And I have it in a place in my office that I see every single day. So it's not like I can avoid it. Even if I kind of wanted to, it's always there. Because it's always there, I'm getting repetitions day in and day out. All these reps of seeing my dreams and seeing my goals and seeing my objectives in front of me every single day. That's huge, guys. Huge. Um, you know, if I could put it on my refrigerator or something or my bathroom mirror, uh, I would, you know, but I live in a house with other people. <laughs> I just can't do that. Anyway, that's what I do. I make sure I see it every day. Now, the things that I do to actually make sure that I'm progressing towards those goals are very, very simple. And I've heard a whole lot of different iterations of this over time. And I think everyone just kind of, what it boils down to is everyone kind of does it a little differently. Those who actually practice this um, are successful straight up and everyone has their own kind of way of doing it. And I think that's great. I think you should take something like what I'm about to talk about and make it your own. But what I'm about to say verbatim can be applied and it's a great starting point for you. So this is what I do every single day in the morning. I am aware of what's on my dream board and I write out five things that are going to put me closer to the stuff on my dream board. Five things I can do that day. Now, it doesn't matter if these five things are significant, like they have a huge impact, uh, or if they're small. In fact, most of the time, they are small. Most of the time, they take anywhere from five to 20 minutes, five to 30 minutes a piece. So, you know, in general, right, I'd say this is a couple hours worth of, of work, right? And uh, that's how you, by the way, that's how you build a business slowly in your spare time if you already have a job or you're already going to school or you're already doing something else. That's how you build a business slowly is you do things every single day, seven days a week that'll move you closer to building your business or moving closer to you know whatever your goal is in your business. So this is what I do. I list out five things that put me closer to the stuff on my dream board. Now my dream board again includes fitness stuff and I think everybody's dream board should include some sort of fitness thing or health thing. Uh, it also includes business things, okay? It includes a lot of Sobam Gear Company goals. It includes a lot of goals with this podcast. It includes goals with my training business, okay? And I have uh, steps that I take every single day to move closer to each of them. All right, that's it. So I have five things. I write them out um, on a piece of paper with a pen. That's just how I roll. Every once in a while, I'll do it on my phone, on like my notepad thing. But um, more often than not, it's on paper. And that's it, guys. It is that simple. I follow the list. I do them one at a time. I go down the list and I check them off as I go. And it's basically a to-do list, right? but it's a very targeted, very specific to-do list, okay? It's not a bullshit list of things to do, okay? This is a list of highly targeted, highly specific actions that are going to take me from where I'm at and baby step me to my big picture goals. And I don't put things on there like, like build a website. No, 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 I wouldn't do anything like that. I don't put things on there like... Uh, uh, like extremely complex, like get a, you know, negotiate a business deal with this supplier. I don't do that. But what I would do is record a podcast 
or um, put together a very general uh, outline for a hypertrophy-based shoulder workout for one of my clients who is interested in building up shoulder mass. Like, you know, that's one thing, and it could take me an hour, um, 30 minutes to an hour. A record a podcast could be 30 minutes to an hour, you know, like... I, it's very small things. I, you know, if I was going to, if I needed to work on my website and I just brought that up, right. I wouldn't put build a website on that list, but what I would put on there is, you know, write a blog post or fix my, if I had an issue with my website, um, fix my bio page, you know, on my website, one thing, check it off. And I, I do it that way because they're attainable and their baby steps, and every single day that I do them, I'm moving closer. And I have the fulfillment, uh, the, the feeling of fulfillment and reward of moving closer to my goal. And it actually builds inertia, guys. So I put five things on there for a reason, because some days I can't do six, um, but I always do five, right? And some days I mess up. Some days I become off course, guys, and I don't do five right? Uh, but I, you know, more often than not, I do. And more often than not, I actually do more than five. But the reason I don't put six through 10, 15 things on there and just check them off as I go. And if I don't get to them, I don't get to them. The reason I don't do that is because it sets up a bad uh, tone in my own head, all right? That, that's setting me up to be off course. That's setting me up for the feeling of being derailed. And I, and I hate that feeling. So I do five things. I check them off. Right. And that's my way of, of basically like achieving like my everything I set out to do that day. And then I'll do more if I can, which is more often than not. I do. Um, and so for fitness and for health and things like that, a great way to go after a health goal using a, a strategy like this is you get up, you have your five things. One of them is, uh, you know, count out my meals for the for the day. If I haven't done that already, you know, like plan my meals out for the day. That's one. Two, uh, plan out my workout for the day, right? Or, or do my workout for the day, my planned workout for the day. Uh, three, look at my progress tracking from day one to day whatever I'm on now and see where I'm at, right? Look at my projections. Like that can take 15 minutes. That's good data research to do. And that's a task, right? That's, that's a task. And as you do stuff like that and you gain insight on where you're at and you're, you're tracking your progress like that. You're able to see how your projection makes you look in a, a week or a month or six months. And it's very simple. Okay. And it, it'll get you from A to B. Now, the hardest part sometimes is actually creating the list. It's actually, I, I would say every time it's creating the list, it's actually harder than doing the work. And what I've learned is that the five things I do every day, they don't have to be the most impactful. They don't have to be this hu- these huge, massive things. They don't have to be the biggest leaps forward, guys. They just have to be baby steps, okay? Don't overanalyze the list. Don't overanalyze the steps, okay? Just go. Just just do five steps and just go. And, and you, you put that in practice and you'll be amazed at what happens in a week, a month, six months, you know, 90 days even uh, of just doing these five baby steps every single day. And um, it's, it's that simple. You know, I don't want to call it a to-do list. I got to think of a name for it. And again, there's like a hundred thousand different variations of, of this type of thing out there. 
So, you know, I didn't, I didn't make up the to-do list, but what I think is a little bit unique is that about this is that they're small, right? They are specifically small steps and they're specifically targeted towards the things that you've identified as big picture goals, medium picture goals, short term goals that are all hopefully collected in one place like a dream board. Okay. And then you just follow it and you don't overanalyze the steps and you don't overanalyze the quantity. Okay. It's five. Keep it something simple, five. And then, uh, and then do it every day, literally every day, seven days a week. Okay. If your weekends are super slammed with, uh, stuff and you have like less free time on a Saturday or Sunday than you do Monday through Friday, that's okay. Make those five steps achievable. Okay. Don't make them stuff that you know you're going to fail at. Make them things that you actually know that will still take time, but they'll still actually progress, uh, make you progress forward, still propel you in the direction of your goal. Okay. This will get you unstuck. This will get you out of your own head. Keep it simple. Keep it basic. Don't overanalyze. And you won't be stuck in your head trying to figure out how to get out of your own head. Okay. I promise. So with that, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Share this with somebody that needs to hear it. I know you know somebody that needs to hear it. Okay. I know you know somebody that's overanalyzing every single thing they do to the point where they don't do anything. Share this with them. Also, if you got any value out of this whatsoever, please hop on iTunes, leave me a review, give me a rating. I'd really appreciate it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in the next episode. See you.